Hey everyone, Luke here. I want to give a few tips with the holiday season coming up that I use whenever there's a big event going on. It could be a dinner or a work function or an event where you need to plan around your eating and you get a little bit worried because maybe you're on a diet or you're trying to control your weight. So these are appropriate for the upcoming holiday season. Some of them will work well for some people. Some of them might not really work too well for you, but hopefully it'll give you some food for thought. Okay, so the first tip I want to give is about mental contrasting, and this is something I've posted about before, so check that out if you haven't looked at the post. But essentially what it involves is thinking about the positive outcomes or generally being positive about your diet and your fitness goals, but also thinking about the negative sides of things, what could go wrong, and planning in advance for it. Humans are unique amongst mammals because we can forecast situations, we can simulate situations in our mind well before it happens, and that gives us an advantage because we can plan for those situations before they occur, and we can mentally rehearse them. And that means if you are, for example, going out to dinner with friends and you're a little bit worried that you might get roped into drinking a bit too much, for example, you can look at that eventuality and plan for it ahead of time and have a game plan. In that situation, you might sort of go to your best friend ahead of time and say, hey, look, I don't want to drink too much. Uh, you know, could you just support me a bit that night? Or you could choose some drinks that are less alcoholic than others. Or, I mean, there's obviously a lot of different solutions to that problem. And so I think doing that in advance of a meal where you might look at a menu ahead of time, you might tell your friends and family what you're trying to achieve ahead of time so that you aren't feeling socially pressured all of those things are approaches that can help you solve a problem before you get there. And the advantage of that, of course, is that you're not then thrown into the deep end and panicking in a situation and losing control. So that's my first tip, mental contrasting. Try and predict some possible problems that could arise ahead of time and solve them before. My second tip is to plan in the week leading up to an event. If you know that there's a good chance you're going to overeat on calories at an event, say Christmas lunch, for example, what you can do in the days or weeks prior is to under eat a little bit if you're tracking closely, just to make sure you have enough of a calorie buffer for the day. Uh, now this shouldn't be drastic. I don't think you should arrange your entire life around a single event, but it can be helpful, for example, to reduce your calorie intake by like 100 calories a day in the week leading up to Christmas lunch. This video is gonna be a little bit late for that, but maybe you can use it for New Year's Day or another event in the future. So this means by the time you get to that day, you might have five, six, 700 calories uh, extra in terms of your weekly calorie allowance that you can use as a buffer on that day. I wouldn't necessarily then go and purposely eat that extra amount of calories. It just means that when you're at that event and maybe you're not tracking or you're just eating intuitively, that you have that buffer, you have that in the back of your mind, you can feel less anxious about the night and you're less likely to blow out and go over your weekly calorie allowance. Now, you do have to be careful with this because I think that for some people and some personality types, knowing that they have an extra 500 calories in the bank, so to speak, they are more likely to then binge and blow out and other people can get into a really bad cycle where they're constantly trying to save calories so that they can then binge eat. So you do have to be careful and obviously make sure it applies to you in the correct way. Now, the third thing is kind of similar to the second idea, but instead of planning a week in advance and under eating on those days, on the actual day of an event, let's say you're going out to dinner or you're having your Christmas lunch, you can make sure that your nutrition is on point for the rest of the day. 
Uh, a lot of people tend to mentally categorize that day as a free day or a binge day or a blowout day. And that doesn't have to be the case. So for example, my plan on Christmas day is that when I wake up in the morning, I'm probably just gonna fast until lunch. I don't have a problem with that. If I do eat something, it's gonna be lean protein and some vegetables, which means that it's not gonna be very calorie heavy, but it is gonna be satisfying. It's gonna give me a wide range of micronutrients and I'm gonna feel pretty satisfied with that. And it means that when I come to Christmas lunch, I'm gonna enjoy it even more and I haven't eaten that many calories for the day yet. So that's another thing that you can use is kind of going the minimalist approach for your other meals throughout the day, just making sure that you get plenty of fiber, plenty of micronutrition through eating uh, vegetables and fruits, and then getting in your lean protein so that you hit your protein targets without spending too many calories. And then again, you've got a bigger buffer when it comes to the main meal. My fourth tip, this is a trap that a lot of people fall into where they feel that there's a great meal, a great spread on, and they have to try everything or they have to eat everything. And this can be a massive problem. I'll give a personal anecdote. My mom loves to make a bunch of different desserts because everyone in our family's kind of got their favorite one. So I often end up rocking up on a random Saturday or especially some kind of big event and there'll be like three or four different decadent desserts there. So what I do is in advance, I know that there's gonna be one or two of them that I really enjoy the most, and I'll make sure that those are the ones that I go for. I don't feel a need to have every single dessert that's there. If I do, I might have just like a really small portion of each of them and be satisfied with that. You do learn over time that you don't feel fantastic when you've eaten a shitload of food from a bunch of different things, and especially the stuff that is maybe not quite your favorite food. It's kind of just wasted calories in a way. Um, so that's something to, to bear in mind. And so for me, I might go, look, my favorite dessert is the ice cream. I'm gonna mainly go in hard on the ice cream. And when there's, uh, I don't feel very strongly about pavlova. I think it's a shit dessert. I really don't like meringue. So that stuff I'm not gonna touch. So like some, some fruit and some ice cream and I'm gonna be a real happy fella. So again, just reiterating, pick a few things at the table that you think are gonna be most enjoyable for you and just eat them and enjoy them. You don't have to eat absolutely everything that's on the table. You don't have to pick out. And just a final tip to round everything out, just bear in mind that a single meal or a single day of eating does not determine your health. It does not determine your body composition. Really what we're looking for is the average over time. And so this is why I always get my clients to track their weight on a weekly basis. I get them to look at trends over time. That's really what we want. Now, if you're on a really, really tight schedule at a competitive level, like you're preparing for a bodybuilding show, sometimes you do have to really pay attention to a single day of eating. That's totally true. But in the vast majority of cases, that single meal or that single day of eating doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. You'll forget about it completely. You won't even see it show up in the trend line after a week or two. Now, that sort of mentality is a very healthy thing to have, but like I explained in my previous post about flexibility, that's actually the hardest line to walk because it's very easy for some people to fall into this trap of thinking about the average and then having too many days that are outside of their normal consistent pattern that they should be sticking to. So just bear that in mind, but at the same time, realize that having uh, you know, a big feast on Christmas day or not tracking for Christmas day, Boxing Day, New Year's is not gonna be the end of your progress. In the grand scheme of things, it's not really gonna affect anything at all. And having that 
ability to practice flexibility, to have those situations where you go, right, I'm actually not going to track today. I'm instead going to practice eating intuitively, practice being in a social situation where I don't have the scales out and I'm not tracking food is a really valuable opportunity that you can take advantage of. And I think being able to reduce the social friction, have a good time and just put away the scales for a day is a mentally healthy practice as well. All right, hope you have a great Christmas and a great New Year's if I don't sort of speak to you before then. Um, and of course, use these tips for any big event, or any big meal that you're having. Hope you enjoy it and I hope that's helpful. See ya.